0: Welcome to Everything Joy to Life, where we offer those affected by breast cancer a place to share their stories, provide insightful information from members of the medical community, and share a variety of engaging lifestyle content to help you live your best life. Through it all, we promote the life-saving mission of the Joy to Life Foundation, which is to provide free mammograms and other breast cancer screenings to the medically underserved in Alabama, build and support breast cancer awareness among all Alabamians, and promote the overall good health well-being and education throughout the state i'm your host tommy fields and with me as always is the co-founder of the Joy to Life Foundation, Joy Blondheim. Hi, Joy.
1: Hey, Tommy.
0: How are you? I'm great. Good. Well, now we have a special treat today because joining us today is Jackie Butler. Hi, Jackie. Hello,
2: Tommy. How Uh, are you? I'm
0: great. Now, some of you may know uh, Jackie as Joy to Life's bookkeeper, but she has a lot of other hats that she wears here, and so we're going to have her tell us about those. And if that's not enough, we're actually going to talk to a pair of ladies who are in the field and see how Joy to Life works every day. You may be wondering, okay i i know that they provide mammograms and other stuff but we're going to actually talk through the process and see what's going on we're going to be talking with sarah shelton who's a nurse supervisor in marshall county then we're going to go the other direction and head south and talk to a longtime friend of joy to life jackie wilson who we're going to have two jackies day yeah. It's, a, it's a double Jackie podcast. Yes. So <laughs> she is the regional. And they're
1: both very special
0: to join along. Indeed they are. Yes, Indeed they, they are. are. So, uh, but Jackie Wilson, she is the regional screening coordinator in the Wiregrass area. But first of all, we're going to talk with Jackie number one, Jackie Butler. Now, Jackie, among other things that you do here, obviously you, you keep the books, you keep everything, you keep us all afloat financially. I do. But
2: I deposit the money and spend the money.
0: Oh, there you go. <laughs> I like that. That's fun. That's fun. You know, if somebody would have described accounting to me that way, I probably would have had more interest. Oh, really? I could just (laughs) spend the money? All right. But now, one of the things that you do here that people may not be aware of is you are really key to getting folks the services that they need. Now, tell us how how that works.
2: That has been a very pleasant blessing that's come out of uh, working here at Joy to Life. I am uh, by trade a bookkeeper, but I'm also a breast cancer survivor, so this is very near and dear to my heart, and uh, as a branch of my job description, I receive the calls that come in from the health departments throughout the state, and uh, they have um, had a patient come in with a lump, and they are looking to get funding. For that patient that has no funding, so I've developed precious relationships with all these nurses from Huntsville to Gulf Shores. <laughs>
0: you, so you, you just like <laughs> Joy to Life, cover the entire state. I
2: do, I do, and it's precious. I know them; I, they know me, and um, I am able to say yes. Joy to Life can help you with your need today. So. I love those phone calls, they come in all day long, and uh, occasionally we get calls directly to us from ladies in the state of Alabama that have discovered a lump and are really in a very anxious, uh, almost desperate situation. They have no one to turn to. So when they call, uh, they reach me, or they at times reach Joy, And we are able to direct them carefully to the person that can help them here in their uh, particular locality. Well, now,
0: I've got to say, you you are really uniquely equipped for what you do because, obviously... Being a survivor, you know the feeling of getting that diagnosis. You know how that is affecting people on the other end of the line.
2: Absolutely.
0: But the fact that they're looking for services and they may or may not have the financial wherewithal to actually get those, you're the one with the money. (laughs) So it's like and direct them it, the course. So it's like, okay. So you're talking to somebody, number one, who is obviously very empathetic to your situation. And number two, in a very unique position to go ahead and say, you know what? We got this covered. So bravo.
2: Absolutely. It's it's great. It really is great. And uh because of my experience, I'm able to tell them you are gonna make it. Oh,
0: that's great. Now how many how helps. many how many years are you a survivor?
2: I am eight years out. Yay. That's
0: awesome. That's awesome. And
2: I have heard Jackie
1: um, speak to these women and on the phone, and occasionally after we've connected with them, they'll come into the office, mm -hmm. and she just has a way of speaking to everyone, really, but particularly to survivors or women who are frightened. And she just has a magnificent way. Of Thank speaking you. to them and calming them down and oh, yeah. letting them know that they're going to get help. Well,
0: so. I I personally have known Jackie for I don't know how many years. I can't think of exactly what the number is, but I have yet to come upon a sweeter, nicer person to deal with. Amen. And, and especially if you're dealing with money issues, that's a big plus. But I cannot imagine if you're in what you or thinking is possibly a life and death situation the person you want on the other end of the phone is going to be somebody who can relate to what you're saying and can actually probably calm you down let you know that everything's going to work out and that you're you're being, going to be taken care of and i cannot think of anybody who would be better suited than that than jackie butler absolutely
2: you are too kind, too kind. absolutely no come on we I we love it. We've, I love it. We've,
0: we've we've seen you in action so the proof is in the pudding so <laughs>
2: Thank you very, sweetly, and I do. I I, I tell Joy, it's going to take a big stick to run me (laughs) there. And occasionally, too, Tommy, when we'll get uh, a
1: woman uh, who's in a very difficult situation or just frightened to death or doesn't know what to do or where to turn, um, many times Jackie and I will look at each other after that phone call or after we've provided the service for them, Mm -hmm. and we look at each other and we say, okay, we're going to go one more day. That's exactly One more day. Oh, yeah, and
0: that's all it it takes, Uh one more day, one more day.
2: It's a blessing.
0: Well, now, Jackie, I know you work with a lot of folks, especially now – since Joy to Life has expanded to cover the entire state of Alabama. Just like Correct. you said, you're, you're basically from the Tennessee border down to the Gulf of Mexico. Absolutely. And uh, we, we've had a chance to talk with some of the folks that you uh, work with. Mm-hmm. One of those is Sarah Shelton. She's the new, uh, nurse supervisor in Marshall County. So we're going to go ahead and talk to her. Sarah, can you tell us a little bit about uh, the folks that you see every day?
3: First of all, I'll say that the majority of our patients are low-income um, or do not have any access to insurance at all, um, and we are about sixty percent um, Hispanic uh, population here, so a lot of our patients do not just can't get insurance. Um, but the process would be if they um, call with um, a you know breast lump or say that they're having some type of breast problem, um, we would get them in to be seen as you know immediately when they. Um, come in, we, the nurse practitioner will do the um, CBE, the clinical breast exam, and if she finds the, the lump of the problem, um, then at that point, we call Jackie and to um, get a voucher to cover the mammogram or ultrasound and the physician's consult for that patient.
0: Okay. Now, I mean, so obviously Joy to Life is an integral part of what you do for a lot of your patients. I mean, how do you actually, how do you feel that the Joy to Life Foundation has impacted your program there in Marshall County?
3: Oh my gosh. I feel like, um, Jackie and I, um, and some of the other nurses talk with her often because we, um, we have, like I said, a lot of our patients that, um, are low income and don't have access, access to insurance and, um, you know, there just seems to always be someone with a, a breast problem, um, that's coming in. And so joy to life has been a huge part of, of our program here at the health department, because, um, it just kind of eases the mind of, or it for sure eases the mind of those patients who, you know, they're scared to death, first of all, when they come in, because they have a lump. Sure. Um, and then when they come in and, um, you know, then at that point when they're, the nurse practitioner is like, yes, you know, you do have a lump there, immediately they're like, how am I going to pay for any of this? And most people, most patients that come in have not ever heard of this program. And so they're just, you know, ecstatic when we tell them, you know, that there's a program for your age that will cover this for you. And they're just, you know, so that part is at least taken off of them. You know, they're still scared of what it might be, but at least the financial burden is taken off of them.
0: Yeah. It's, and, kind of, um, it's kind of like the, the whole thing where, you know, somebody says, oh, you've got that problem. I know a guy. And so it's like joy, yeah. joy to life is like your guy that you go yes. to. Yes, yes, <laughs>
3: yes. And With it's a life. relief for us too because we want to be able to, we want to be able to help them so much anyway too, and, and joy to life takes that off of us as well. So, um, it's just it's just a wonderful program, and and you know we have had several patients who you know they may have um, fibroadenomas, which is a it's a benign breast um, issue. Uh, the Lord, it is benign, but it's all of the process to get to that point was covered by Joy to Life, so it's just a huge relief to the patients.
1: Sarah, I'm interested to know, um, do you have a specific specific story? About a particular patient that has come in that has touched you in some way
3: I, I, I honestly most of the situations do um I believe there was a lady one time and she had might have been like a grandmother that had had breast cancer and passed away, and she came in and had a lump, and um she was very scared she was scared to death and um Maybe had been, I'm trying to think, I believe she might have had a drug history and was trying to get her life together and was really worried about the financial burden. I can't remember the exact situation, so I don't want to say too much because I don't want to get it incorrect, but... um, and there are several situations like that where someone's coming in. They want to get their life together. They finally started caring about their health and well-being, and um, you know they may have had. We had a patient the other day who'd had a lump for a long time, but just didn't care. And they had gotten clean from IV drugs and was starting to care about themselves and wanted to evaluate it evaluated. And and had had no money. And a lot of patients have to. Um, you know they even have to try to figure out a way to get the money to get gas to get to their appointment. So much less have to pay for their mammogram or ultrasound or physician's consult. So, I mean, it it is, the program has been, I mean, you can't even explain how amazing it's been for our patients. That's wonderful.
1: It is wonderful. That's that's why we're here. And that's why Jackie and I always say, um, when we help a specific woman like that, Jackie and I always look at each other with tears in our eyes, and we say, okay, we're going one more day to do this. Yes, uh, so, yes
3: ma'am. <laughs> yeah. It makes it all worth it for sure.
1: Yeah, it really does. It, it really does. does. Um, so other than, of course, money always is a hurdle for everybody, but um, in addition to that, what, what is a, one of the biggest hurdles that you have in, in, um, in servicing these women?
3: Right. One would be follow-up. A lot of our patients, they just kind of disappear. They'll come in and they'll have, you know, a lot of issues. We'll get them all set up. And then, of course, we follow them. We, we pretty much babysit them for a long time after they have inis- made their initial um, appointment with us. And um, a lot of times they are, you just can't get back in touch with them. You know, they um, they change their number or their number gets disconnected or um, you know, they move. I mean, it's just that, that is a huge hurdle here with, with all of our programs. But, um, but yeah, it's trying to follow up with the patient.
1: Is language ever a, a barrier for you? You said near 60% uh,
3: Hispanic.
1: Does that ever cause problems or?
3: it not, not not as much because we have a lot of bilingual staff here and we have um you know we have interpreters we have bilingual staff we have a language line so um that's not as much of a of a hurdle um i guess as it could have been in the past
1: Mm -hmm. good
2: um sarah how has covid affected what goes on in the clinic or has it
3: it has um we um which we are a coving covid testing site so um you know, a, a few days a week and afternoons is devoted to that. So, um, you know, we we weren't doing inpatient services there for a little while. I mean, in in, in certain situations we would like breast lumps and that kind of thing. So, um, but it it has um, it it has changed it a lot, just the flow and and how we get patients, you know, to come through the clinic and that kind of thing. But it, it didn't really change as far as our our breast problem patients because those are those are a high priority. So we we've still been getting those in at you know, ASAP.
0: That's great. You're gonna keep it going one more day, right? One
1: more day <laughs> time, <laughs> one more day, Sarah. That's <laughs> right. One more day, Sarah. That'll be your yes. new that can be your new motto up there in Marshall yes. County. <laughs> I
3: say one day at a time, sweet Jesus is about all. <laughs> Amen. Right.
0: All right. Well now we obviously know how things are handled up north in Marshall County, Alabama. But now we're going to go ahead and we're going to we're going to point the car and we're going to go way down into the Wiregrass. We're going to go to South Alabama and talk with a longtime friend of yours, right, Joy?
1: Oh yeah. Oh, Jackie Wilson and Hazel Cunningham. Let me give her a shout out too. Uh, the two of them were with us from the beginning, particularly Jackie, um, because when we were really trying to. Uh, understand what we were doing, actually, and to try to start doing mammograms way back when we got started in 2001. Jackie was right there and made several introductions and uh, just was so helpful, so helpful to us. And we'll just never forget that. And actually, uh, Jackie, that leads me to a question. Um, How do you think that uh, Joy to Life has impacted the breast and cervical program? And beyond that, because now we deal with younger women, so.
4: Well, I think it's been tremendous because um, we begin screening at age 40, and you all pick up women with problems and family histories um, with their breasts and can diagnose those younger, giving them more treatment options and um, better quality of life.
1: Yeah, I never thought we'd be able to do that, really, because when we started, it was, you know, right here and the Montgomery area and three counties. And, you know, I, I just never dreamed we could raise and raise enough money and do what we do to help those younger women. But that, that has always been a void, yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, that expansion was really tremendous for the women.
1: Yeah, we're, we're glad about it.
2: it. It always surprises me, Jackie, when uh, I think when I first came on board here, we were doing River Region and... Reaching down your way, I believe, was among the first uh, area that we opened up before we went statewide. And and now to get calls every day from Huntsville, and uh, we just got off the phone talking to Sarah, Shelton, and Marshall. But I have to tell you what a help you've been to me. When I first came on board here in 2012... um, you were a wealth of knowledge. And when I had a question, as you well remember, I'd call you. Because <laughs> I knew that you were a huge Joy to Life supporter and you had the answers when I was kind of learning my way here at Joy to Life. And I so appreciate that. Well, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, From one Jackie to another, right? Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, of course.
4: Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, now, Jackie, let me ask you um, – what have you seen as the biggest hurdle in servicing patients, other than, say, money? I mean, obviously, we know that 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 uh, that's a big deal, and that's one of the reasons this program exists. But what what do you think is the biggest hurdle in servicing, other than that?
4: I think a lot of them are in the uh, women are in the rural areas, and they're just unaware that the help is actually out there available for them. Wow.
0: Mm-hmm. So, just coming on on the on the heels of that. What what do you think would be a good way for us to continue to reach out to those that clientele that you have? What do you think would be a good way to to let them understand, you know, hey, there's help here if you need it. I mean, because we heard that from Sarah as well that, you know, a lot of folks have never heard about the program. They they don't know that it's available. They don't know that that's an option. Um what do you think would be a good way to to, to try to make sure that We expand that knowledge so that, you know, we can go ahead and help as many people as possible.
4: Uh, Well, in today's world, it seems technology is the key. Um, Most people have social media accounts, and um, I really think that is the um, best way to reach these women because a lot of them, um, I'm just going to say they... They're on there quite a bit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just as long as they're not texting and driving, I think that's the main thing, right there. But right. yeah, as
4: long as they're not texting and driving, you're right. <laughs>
0: exactly, but yeah, no, I I agree with you. you. You see cell phones everywhere and smartphones everywhere, and it it, it does tend to make you wonder but uh but yeah I, I I agree with you, I think that would be a really good a really good thing to do because obviously you know this is a, a life changing service that you know we just need to make sure that enough people know about it so they can take advantage of it true
4: that is so true well
1: uh jackie um jackie uh, one sitting here uh we both know um, how fearful it is when somebody uh, tells us we have a lump. Uh, Jackie and I both are, as you know, um, are both breast cancer survivors. But can you tell us, um, either give us a specific story or tell us um, what it's like when one of your women come in and they find out that they either they've come in with a lump or they come in and they've had an exam and a nurse tells them that they have a lump. Can you sort of explain um, that Well,
4: they Well, they're, they're really afraid. Um, I think mostly the finances. Um, you know, they're afraid, oh, well, something's bad, then they're going to die. And then once, you know, it's explained to them that these resources are available to them, then they're able to get the screening, prevention, diagnostic that they need in order to determine you know, well, is it, you know, cancerous or is it just some benign issue? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, once they learn that, the you know, that it's not going to cost them a fortune, um, I think it just takes a load off their shoulders and then they will proceed, you know, with continued follow-up.
0: That's great. Well, now, Jackie, I, on there again, on the heels of that, I'm, I'm, we heard the same thing from Sarah, you know, that it's like once they found out that the financial end was going to be taken care of, That really was a relief to people. Do you see that the stress of the situation, maybe not, you know, the not knowing or the worry about the possible financial ramifications—that that's really a big part of this whole process?
4: Um, I really do. They—they are are just scared, and it, it, like you said, it has put more stress on them, worrying about the finances and being able to get the services that they need, especially those that have, um, you know, family histories of cancer.
1: You know, Jackie, we had a a woman uh, up in the Talladega area. It's been, I guess, it's been a couple of years now since she called, and she was actually homeless, living in her car, and had a lump. And um, it it just made us so happy that we could actually help her. And she was, like you're describing, she wasn't so afraid of having breast cancer, but she had absolutely no money and no home and didn't know what in the world she was going to do. So that was sort of a story that always stands out in our minds, uh, you know, about um, what we can do to, to help these women. She did not have breast cancer, but she had a raging infection, God, if she hadn't taken care of it, she may have died from that. I don't know. but um, So, I mean, we just feel so good about the fact that we can pay for these things and and, and get these women, no matter their situation, the help they, they need and, and relieve some of that financial stress.
4: And that is wonderful that y'all were able to help her and that she did find out about the program. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, uh-huh, yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking right now with COVID, a lot of people are scared because of the virus being in the hospitals and the doctor's offices. But it's more important now to continue um, prevention services so that if something is abnormal or malignant, it is caught earlier. We have seen um, a drop in services Um Uh, During the time they were shut down, you know, um, there were very few people being seen unless they did have issues. Um, But now that it's opened back up, some are coming, some are just still afraid. Hmm. And I don't know how to, you know, um, help ease that fear for them. But it is very important that these services still continue.
1: Yeah, this Mm -hmm. is our new normal because even women that have insurance and have the Absolute luxury of making an appointment to get their yearly mammogram that I find from talking to so many that they're postponing it or not doing it, which is awful
0: Mm -hmm. because
1: that's something that nobody should skip. You know, mammograms are so important. Hopefully
4: this podcast being on social media um, can help encourage them to continue with those screenings so that if something
2: is abnormal, it's called early. Yes, I, I agree. Well, um, Jackie, in uh, that thought, um, say someone is in the rural areas, as you had brought up, and they're hearing this podcast, and they think, how, once I go into the clinic, how do I qualify? What are they going to ask me to do, and what is the process? Could you run through that quickly? Yes,
4: I'd be glad to. Right. For breast and cervical, we're right now we are screening women 40 to 49 every other year unless they're having issues and are 50 to 64 are annual. Um, the 40-year-olds, Um, the issues that they could have would be possibly like a bloody nipple discharge or skin dampling or have that first-degree relative with breast cancer. They would get a screening. um, um, First of all, they would get a clinical breast exam and a screening mammogram, unless it's abnormal, then we would refer them for diagnostic. They needed ultrasound, surgical consult, or even a biopsy. Um, We would, you know, cover that. Um, should a patient be diagnosed with cancer um, and they meet the qualifications for Medicaid, we can help them get on Medicaid. That covers their treatment. And even the younger women that you all see,
2: um, if they're diagnosed with cancer, we can also help those get on Medicaid. That's great. That's great. That's just what we're looking for, Jackie. Now, when they come in, uh, do they have paperwork to fill out? Um, is it best to have an appointment, or how does that front end work?
4: It is by appointment, and um, the, some of the questions that they would be asked, uh, they first must meet the uh, 250% federal poverty guidelines. Um, like A family of one can make up to $31,900 for a year and still qualify for the program. And um, then they would sign, you know, consent, and then they would just be seen, you know, by the clinic, by the nurse practitioner or physician, get that breast exam, and then they're referred with a voucher over to the hospital to cover that mammogram.
2: I think that is so helpful, Jackie, um, because like you say, there are people out in the rural area that don't really know what, uh, you know, their first um, strike would be. You know, where do I go? What? can I expect so that's wonderful information
4: and then we've also a couple years ago added um, a BRCA testing um, for women that qualify like they would have a family history or a personal history um, genetic mutation for BRCA that first degree relative or had radiation um, we will cover an MRI alternating with a screening mammogram every six months for those high-risk women
1: Jackie, for those that might be listening that don't know exactly what we mean by BRCA, can you give a brief definition of that?
4: Um, Most of those are blood tests. I think there's some saliva tests um, that they're doing now as well. Um, Some of those, like in Montgomery, I know um, the hospitals are offering those tests for free. There's a program that is federally funded um, for the high-risk women, and they're screening those. And then, if that test comes in back positive, it looks for several different types cancer, and some also look for other health issues like um, heart disease and other health conditions. It also
1: seems, Jackie, to me that um, through the years, when we when we first um, uh, started uh, our partnership, it seemed that that there were not as many providers. It seems as as, as the years have gone by that more and more. Um, doctors and facilities have wanted to become providers
4: that is true they were limited um when we first started um but through the years we have really recruited uh, additional providers and that has really expanded throughout the state
1: yeah and that's that's just a great thing
0: great thing well now well now, Jackie, on a personal level, do you have maybe a, a, a memory or a story of an instance that really sticks out to you, uh, as far as you know, this is this is how this all worked, and and there was maybe you know a, a happy ending, and uh, is, is there any anyone that maybe you know if someone said you know well tell me about what happens, and you're like oh well you know there was this one time when. I, I, do you have any instances like that that you uh, could share with us?
4: Well, there are so many, um, and the women are so appreciative. Um, but I do remember one. She was a um, young lady in her 20s. Her mother, her grandmother, her aunt, her great-grandmother had had breast cancer. Mm, gosh. She was so young that she didn't meet the criteria for our program, and you guys started the screening process, and I believe we may have picked up um, with diagnostic but hers turned out to be benign. But had she not had these services available, you know, it could have been cancer and her outcome may not have been so well.
2: Wonderful.
0: One more thing I'd like to ask um, if you, and uh, we don't know obviously who's going to be listening to this podcast, but if you could just speak directly to, um, to women and even men, um, you know, who think that they possibly might feel a lump or some sort of breast abnormality, uh, what would you say to them to encourage them to, to go ahead and uh, come on in and get that checked? Because, you know, obviously, um, you know, working with Joy to Life, there there is a way for them to get the treatment that they need.
4: Well, the services are available out there. And even with COVID um, here, and, you know, it may stay for a while, those screening services are so important. Um, you know, wear a mask, wash your hands in order to get that mammogram and that Breast exam and whatever diagnostic services that are needed um to continue that so that it should something um be hiding in the tissue, it can be caught early. I right, wouldn't no. sacrifice missing that because of the way we're living right now absolutely Jackie. Yeah, right. Well right. said, well said.
1: Well, Jackie, this has just been great. It's been great. We appreciate you so much, Jackie.
4: And we appreciate y'all. Y'all are the best partners I believe we've ever had.
2: Oh, thank <laughs> you so much. That means a lot.
0: Well, thank you so much, Jackie. It's it's nice to know that uh, down in the wiregrass, things are being taken care of. Not a problem there. Now, one of the things that I think we really do need to point out, and we've touched on it a couple of times in this podcast so far, is the fact that Joy to Life, we started out, right here in what we call the river region, which is basically the tri-county area, Montgomery, Elmore, Otago counties, and branched out a little bit. We got to where we were handling Southern Alabama, but now, Joy, we're handling the entire state of Alabama, correct? Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. We are are everywhere now in Alabama. And Jackie gets calls, and I do too, but Jackie gets most of the calls daily now from, uh, hospitals and uh imaging centers that really didn't know about us up uh north alabama right and now they have found out that we are absolutely taking over and and they're
2: coming in fast and furiously really
0: well and and i know jackie from a numbers perspective that's really got to make a big impact right yes
2: absolutely our numbers have as you say skyrocketed in the last few years um in 2020 uh we have recorded two, thousand thirty five screenings. Wow! Paid for in the amount of three hundred and fifty five thousand six hundred seventy one dollars, and those numbers were during a COVID season. Yeah. Yes. Correct, yeah Yes.
1: <laughs> yes. And that, I mean, you know, COVID shut down a lot of things, but mammograms and breast screenings never stop. So, um, so. That was a lot during a crazy year. It was.
2: We had one little brief period where I think ladies were not quite ready to come in uh, unless they had a real emergency. Well, yeah, this isn't something you can can really do by Zoom, right? You are 100% (laughs) right. right. Thank you. (laughs) Yes. And we did actually find five cancers in women uh, and just a life truly saved there. And of course, on all the others, um, just the anxiousness, and on several of them, a need to to be followed very closely. Right. So we have many, many, many ladies that didn't have um, what you would say a, an emergency situation, but um, they do have um, something going on. So they were uh, given a biopsy. And uh, we give them a very, very close follow-up, some of them as often as monthly, but many, many of them every six months or three months. And we did actually take care of four men Uh who discovered a lump. Right. And that's most
1: unusual. It is. That's a lot. That's a lot. It doesn't sound like it, mm-hmm. but that is a lot.
0: Oh yeah, well, and there yeah. again, there's there's that whole stigma about men. If something's wrong, we don't go see the doctor. That's and right. so that's right. Actually, Absolutely. to to have that diagnosed and and taken care of, that's huge, especially for Absolutely. guys. You know, we, we don't we, we don't go to the doctor. We don't ask directions. So there you go. <laughs> that's, <laughs> <I> right. <say. laughs> that's right. That's right. So it's nice and to know that that's, that's being right. taken care of. That's right. Now, and
1: we're we're really proud too, Tommy. Um, not only of actually being lifesavers honestly but the fact that we can provide um a calmness and a peace to these women Mm -hmm. when they're so anxious oh you can't put a price tag on peace of mind no you cannot you cannot so in our estimation peace of mind is as important Mm -hmm. as finding a lump and then sending a woman on so well
0: and that was one of the things that i noticed as jackie was, was was giving us that that breakdown It's being covered from every end of the spectrum. You know, it's like, okay, cancers were discovered, obviously, and treated. But then you've got some that's like, okay, we're going to keep an eye on this. We're going to go ahead and and take another look. We're going to make sure that everything's okay. And then you have others where it's like, no, everything's good. You're, You're fine. And so you get that clean bill of health. And so across the board, Joy to Life is making a difference in somebody's life. And all it does is start with that phone call.
1: That's right. Correct. That's exactly correct. correct. So, yes. Now, yes.
0: as as we're recording this, this is actually um February 2021. Jackie How, how are things shaping up so far this year? Obviously, yes. COVID is is an ever-present thing. Uh I know it kind of skewed the numbers probably in 2020, but since we're full bore into COVID now, how how are things shaping up right now?
2: We are. We have already done over 200 screenings thus far in 2021 um and i do have to give a shout out to our nurses they are keeping this up for the ladies but they're also having to serve split their um uh hours with serving on covid testing right mm -hmm. i forgot about vaccines so our precious nurses are working overtime all of them but they are there for the women when they come
0: in well, so that's, I do thank them. Oh yes, definitely. We can't say thank you enough. I mean, they're the ones that are out there in the field doing it. It's one thing yes, to absolutely. be here, you know, like me, I'm on just one side of a mic talking about all the things that Joy to Life does. That's a that's a micro little little bitty thing, but I mean, they're out there actually getting the work done. So yes, definitely kudos to everybody out there who was doing all this wonderful work. And as you noted, all this work doesn't come cheap. I mean, you said like in 2020, it took over $300,000 mm-hmm. to make that happen.
2: $355,000. Right. Yeah. What we do
1: is very expensive. Oh, yeah. And that's why it is so important for people to know that so that um, they'll support us and keep buying that
2: pink car tag that's
1: right that car tag is everything to us well
0: and and it looks so good
1: oh it's so pretty (laughs) it is
0: such a beautiful tag i mean you got i mean just to increase the value of your of your vehicle you got to go ahead and get one there but just know that all the money that that goes directly to joy to life and it goes there again it goes out all over the state of alabama
1: that's Correct. right. And donations too for us. It doesn't matter whether somebody can afford to give us $1 or $1,000. That money is so impactful to this organization. We cannot say that yes. enough. We just really cannot say that enough.
0: Well, enjoy to circle back to something you said earlier when we were talking about COVID. You're like breast screenings and all of that, it it doesn't stop just because they don't know that there's a pandemic going on.
1: That's right. You know, that's right. That,
0: that lump in your breast isn't going to, Oh wait. Oh yeah. I'll hang on. I'll just hang out here for a while and wait wait till the pandemic's over. No, it's like, if you need it checked, you got to get it checked. That's exactly right. 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 So, and obviously one of the things that we preach here early detection saves lives. So definitely it does definitely do those self exams, get our shower card, that's just,
1: exactly right. Actually,
0: yeah. actually, just head over to J-O-Y-T-O-L-I-F-E dot O-R-G, joytolife.org. Joy to you will find all kind of wonderful information there you yes. go. as far as early detection, uh, also how you can support the organization, listen to other podcasts that we offer.
1: That's right. And right. Uh,
0: we got some cool stuff in the store, too, like pink trash cans. So you guys check that out. So
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gotta have it. Gotta have
0: it. <laughs> Excellent. Well, all right. I think we've covered this pretty darn well.
1: Yes, I do thank too, you, Tommy. Tommy mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Tommy. Oh,
0: you're very welcome. You're very welcome. And thank you for listening to Everything Joy to Life, a podcast of the Joy to Life Foundation and a production of Big Dreams Creative. For more episodes and to find out more about the life-saving mission of the Joy to Life Foundation, visit joytolife.org, that's J-O-Y-T-O-L-I-F-E dot O-R-G, or find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I'm your host, Tommy Fields. My co-host, as always, is Joy Blondheim, and our producer is Nancy Fields. And big thanks to Jackie Butler, Sarah Shelton, and Jackie Wilson for joining us today. And as always, we wish you health, happiness, and joy to life.